Man, they call it a windscreen in the UK. Oh, you can't make up your mind? You just left a... Let's this truck that was parked next to me here. And now he's going in circles around the parking lot? Oh, okay. Whatever floats your boat, dude. This is a weird delivery. At this particular delivery place, they had two warehouses. So when I got there, the first guy says, No, actually what you need to do, he looked at the bill of lading, he says, You need to go over there to that warehouse. Okay, so I go over there. So I get checked in there, and he looks at it and says, well, I need to look inside. Okay, okay, we need to look inside now. So he cut the seal, looked inside, and said, yep, yep, the first portion of this is going to be ours, and I, I guarantee the other half is going to go to that other building over there. And I was like, I was originally there. Okay, go. Yeah, however however you want to do it. <laughs> we uh, spent about almost two hours getting the first portion of the load unloaded. Yeah, they were taking their sweet time there. Then after they were done there, oh, and this this dock on the first building was so weird. It had like these metal tubes on each side, and I had to fit perfectly within these two metal tubes, backing into them. And then at the very end, there was this strange mechanism that came up between my tandems, and I pushed it back, and it like locked it in. Weird mechanism. I've never seen anything like that. You know, you had to be precise on this one because you had to fit per per perfectly between those two metal bars on each end. And it was tight, you know, tire rubbing tight. And then that weird mechanism that grabbed your tires. And on top of it, I had a dock lock on it too. And, 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 and also, on top of all of that security, they also make you wait inside. And they had this, like, cage with some chairs in it that you had to sit inside the building. Yeah, so so much for getting a sandwich, you know, eating some breakfast, or, you know, just taking a nap while they unload. You know, couldn't take a two-hour nap. No, I'm sitting here waiting for... Oh, God. And there's been a few customers that I've seen that are, that are doing this. I don't know if this is going to become a more common thing with every place that, uh, that, you know, that you can deliver to. But I like the places where you can kind of sit in the truck. I can do my paperwork, pre-trip my next load, you know, get everything ready. And then I'm sitting there, I was like, oh, this is stupid. Or even take a nap. You know, get a 20-minute power nap in. Get the first one done. Then I had to go over to the other building and do the same process all over again. So I had to back in twice today. And, you know, just... And then the second time I back... This, the second building did not have the weird locking mechanism. However, it was so tight that there wasn't much room up front. Now, I already had my tandems, you know, all the way to the rear. <laughs> so I got my crash course on how difficult it can be if you don't have room when your tandems are all the way back. Uh, because at the front of the parking lot was this big gapping hole. I mean, hole um, where the mud was off the edge of the, the drive. I guess parking driveway the docking area and then there were some bushes in front of that I just was too far back so I had to go and move my tandems forward so that way I can get it make the 90 to get in the slot went a lot smoother the second time because I you know I didn't realize there that that changed that much because I've never tried actually backing well I backed in with the with the tandems to the rear before but I've had plenty of space in front of me this is the first time I didn't have enough space in front of me and I had to, you know, put them, uh, put them forward 
to get into the get into the hole, get into the dock. Go through that situation, wait in the cage again. You know, tenth special. I wait in a cage. Oh, hey, six zero one nine just pulled into the rest area, or pulling out. He's still going. Shout out to you. I'm not sure who you are. It'd be funny if any of these people ever actually listen to the podcast. Hey, that's my truck number. Let's see if you can wave at him. Is he waving back? No, he's not even paying attention. He's just driving around the lot in a circle. <laughs> or she, I don't know. I can't see the driver. <laughs> I shouldn't judge, right? Okay, so got done waiting in the cage. That one didn't take too long. The second part of the load, it was about 30 minutes. Thank God. And at least this one had a restroom in there, so I was able to take a pee, wash my hands, and then get out and go to my next load. Now, while this is all happening, going in, in um, waiting in the second cage and driving over the next customer, I ended up listening to Gay Ray's um, new video about where he got a new job. Yeah. Ah, I didn't know you uh, quit, Mr. Gay Ray. I'm. That's what I known you as. Uh, yeah, I, that was that was kind of a shocker. I guess sometimes I, I I don't browse the group too much time because it's all kind of random what shows up there anyway. So maybe I missed something. But I remember Timothy saying something about. You know, you putting in your two weeks notice or doing something like turning in your truck and maybe he was in on it and knew what was going on, but the rest of us didn't. That you were, you, you were, uh, you, you basically said, I'm out. And it was kind of, kind of funny because in his, in his video, and kind of, I listened to it like a podcast, you know, I'm playing the videos an hour and a half long while I was getting unloaded and driving over to the next customer how a lot of people are quitting rail and how he's saying that rail is it's a good starter company to get started and then you can move on to something else because i don't know what's going to happen once once we make the move to arizona when that particular when how everything lines up to do that is if i'm going to stick with rail or not because you know i'm going to be want to be around the phoenix and arizona area am i going to do you know uh, van trucking, or am I going to do something like uh, other things that require CDL, like I don't know, like dump truck, or you know, actually would be fun. And it was maybe doing like like tour bus for like a national park in the area, or you know, doing tours for old folks. I, <laughs> I wouldn't want to do drive bus for like a city or something, municipality or Greyhound or anything like that, because I I've been on those kind of things myself as the rider. And too much weird, weird shit happens, so I wouldn't want to do that. But I wouldn't mind, you know, something simple, like maybe dump truck or what they call those skid loaders, the ones where they take the dumpsters and they pull them up in the back of the the truck and they can pull them that way, or even even you know localized class B B type work. But then again, I do want to do more traveling and trucking. It's just I. Right now, I see rails kind of keeping me in the in the region that this is the popular region. Is the is the Midwest area? Because I've been playing with it in my head, you know. Okay, so we're gonna do the move from one campground to the other. 
at the end of the month, and I still got to figure out how I'm going to plan that whole thing together because I got to be able to basically get my truck to Gary and get home and because it's going to be a weird switching of vehicles there is, is going to be the tricky part still trying to figure out how i'm going to line that up I'm trying to see if i can get it so mother-in-law comes and gets me on the friday and then move over there on saturday after the holiday i'd like to go sooner but there's a holiday there where the campgrounds are kind of booked up so i can't get in there any sooner gotta wait for next weekend to get over with and i'm wondering how that's going to affect the work week because especially if, if 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 the shipper you're picking up or delivering to, they could be closed that day. Could be closed. I would think some of the, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how that weekend plays out. Uh, you know, I wouldn't mind it having a three-day weekend, you know. Maybe maybe just won't get work that day. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it, how it plays out. How it works for the trucker when, it, when the holidays come like that. Because it has to affect you in some way. Especially when it comes to delivery and picking up. Do a really long load, then you can travel that day. It'd probably be, no, that'd be a, oh, that's another thing I didn't even think about. Traffic's going to suck on Friday and probably Sunday and Monday. Definitely. Yeah, because this week I, I started again at midnight, and I love this schedule. I drive at night. Even even Ray, Ray Gay Ray was saying in his other video that it's like it's really, really nice, especially when you're ending your day at noon or 1 1 p.m parking is just so easy like right now i'm at the uh ohio service area heading westbound just i'm just before toledo the one before it and i'm in the front well almost front there's another extra front front row that's in front of the gas pumps but i didn't want to be over there i wanted to be over here so i'm like next to the, the first row after the gas pumps so literally i just walk in and go to the restroom i'm going to take a shower here didn't do laundry eight zero three nine you just drove past me what the hell did you do to the side of your truck <laughs> i want to be shouting out every rail truck driver that drives through this place but it's nice I, I'm, I'm like right here right here perfect perfect parking spot this is the dream parking spot only thing I'm wondering how it's going to be when I leave this place because yeah, I do know these areas can get a little packed at night and I'm going to be leaving around midnight-ish yeah that could be interesting that could be interesting <laughs> so anyways I just wanted to say to Mr. A Gay Ray um, since you're not working with the rail anymore you're you're a traitor yeah, I, I, I actually really liked you and your videos, but now I don't know what to think about you. You know, all I can say is, you know, with them, with them lips you have, I bet you can give me some damn good head. And you still owe me that. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just messing with you, buddy. Congratulations. I hope you're enjoying the, the new work. It sounds, it sounds pretty cool um, that you, you're getting paid more and you found a company. I, I can see where, you know, how Rails is, is the stepping stone for a lot of truck drivers in their career that explains why they hire a lot of people too when i went in for my first date was like it was amazing how many when i got there it was like oh wow there's 13 people here in the class in the orientation holy cow it's a lot of people i'm thinking will there be enough work for us all i don't know well, i guess depending on how many make it through that first month and then how many make it through the second month through the uh, over the road trainer and then after that you got 
how many people quit you know I just, who knows I'm sure the turnaround just just out of that class I wonder if even 50% of us or 25% of us are still in the game right now but Ray yeah I really enjoyed your 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 podcast your YouTube video I would like to get you on here as an interview one of these days I'll have to send you a message say, hey you want to be interviewed on the anchor podcast but do it It'll be fun all right well I'm gonna wrap this up here because I still gotta go take a shower I haven't showered since Friday uh-huh. yeah <laughs> I've been bad bad boy and this one, we're heading up to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. And I'm hoping when I get up there, I get to see some beaver. I mean, I mean beaver dams, real beaver dams. Not that kind of beaver. Jeez, get your mind out of the gutter, people. Why would you think I would even think about something like that? Hmm. Could have been that wet dream I had last night. Yeah, I gotta go take a shower. I gotta go clean my ass up. Uh, especially, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm not getting into the details of that. <laughs> All right, well, I hope you enjoyed the first segment of special episode 10. I'm going to wrap this up here, and we'll see you tomorrow. Welcome to the update for May 21st, 2019. For this wonderful 10th anniversary, 10th weekend, I guess 10th weekend, yeah. 10th week anniversary special of the podcast. (laughs) Oh man, I screwed that all up, didn't I? Huh. And today is a very, very, very sad day for travelers that use the Verizon Jetpack. As of today, the Verizon Jetpack mobile hotspot is no longer available. However, I did hear rumor that people who already have their Jetpacks and already have their account set on AutoPay are grandfathered to keep it going. Just hope your device never dies or you have to change your account information for a new payment or anything otherwise you lose it so for us i do have the, the verizon jetpack it's unlimited data and, and i love it i love it we use it in the rv i thought of kidnapping it to take it on the road a few times but i've done pretty good with my data usage however it's kind of sad that, that that's gone so heard something about something called togo is the next best thing I might have to look into that because you never know when this device might break or have to change the uh, payment information and then I won't be able to get it anymore unless Verizon decides to bring it back. I think it was a little bit more popular than they thought it was going to be. It's such a bummer. Verizon, 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 why do you do this to us? I love my Verizon Jetpack. So if you're a Verizon Jetpack user, enjoy it while it lasts. And if you haven't gotten one yet, well, too late now. I woke up this morning now that it was yeah the uh, the uh, what do you call it oasis or service you know rest stop there in Ohio worst coffee ever 
I go in there. First of all, it isn't like the normal ones. It didn't have the convenience store. So I had to buy it from Hardee's, the coffee from Hardee's. It's like midnight, you know. And that coffee was so lukewarm, I might as well have wasted my money. I was so upset about that. So I had to, of course, wait till my uh, stop later on down the road at another one in Indiana and get warm, hot coffee. That was just just bullshit. Matter of fact, the coffee I'm drinking now, and it's what? 1.33 in the afternoon. And it's warmer still in my in my thermos than the coffee was that I got this morning. Mm. <sighs> still, not the way to start the day. Well, then I had something scary happening. It was in... I think it was in Indiana just as I was starting, or was it Ohio? Now I'm not quite sure exactly where it is. However, I did get my first uh, heartbreaking event today. Oh my God. I'm sitting there driving down the road and I kind of see something moving. So I hit the, uh, get on the brake and all of a sudden I see it's two fucking bucks. That's right, two fucking bucks. And they're in the in the right-hand lane, the lane I'm driving in, just fucking standing there. One dismounts from the other one, and then he just looks at me as I'm slow, you know, hitting the brakes trying to slow down. Luckily, nobody behind me for a long, long distance. Almost came to a complete stop. Got about down to about I'll say about 25 miles an hour. And then finally, they finally they decide, "All right, we're just going to walk off the road now." Hope you enjoyed us um, uh, fucking right in right 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 in front of you. But my God, if yeah, if there was somebody behind me or if there was ice on the road, I would have had to just smear those two fucking bucks. God damn it! You know, I almost almost made deer sausage today. Meat would have been tenderized; would have been ready to go. I don't know about me, but uh, yeah. It's always kind of strange because I didn't lock, you know, didn't do it like what you see where you see the the black tire marks of the of the tandems just before you see the big deer splot blad on the, you know, <laughs> on the road. I did pretty good. I did didn't lock up the brakes, so that was good. I just, I slowed down but at a at a quick pace, enough to where I could have came to a complete stop, but I didn't because I just wanted them to kind of move out of my way. They did. They did. But yeah, that was that was that was kind of scary because it was one of those moments where people, the people behind me are way 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 back. There's nobody in front of me, and nobody on the other side of the interstate. And that's usually a recipe for when these when these deers decide, you know, these bucks, they want to come up onto the road and have have gay sex. <sighs> I tell you what, man, I did not know that was a thing amongst bucks. Now, so there we go. I almost fucked me two fucking bucks today. <laughs> but yeah, that was scary. That was scary. It's, I've, I've had, had close calls and deer jumping around me before, but never had I had one just... They were stopped right there in the fucking road. They weren't moving. Usually, normally, they're moving across. You know, I can see them moving, and they hop around, and then you let them go or whatever. No, these these uh, these two, they were just doing their thing right there in the in the lane. Oh, and if that wasn't enough, 
I get to Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, up here. And <laughs> I deliver my deliver my load. No, it was a dropping hook, so it was very easy. I was in and out of there real quick. Now, on my way out, I had to get back onto um, the highway. Well, it's, yeah, it's just a regular state highway there. And as I... As I noticed on this one, this is one of those ones where I had the button hook to even get onto the on-ramp. It was very small, very skinny. Um, the turn was very sharp, and there's a sign there. So I had to, you know, make sure to, but, you know, to give myself some button hook to get around that sign so I'm not taking out, a, taking out a road sign. However, as I'm trying to do this, I get in my button hook, and this dump truck behind me, he starts laying on his air horn. Because I'm in his way. Because he wants to keep going, you know. Because I've kind of... There was a little teeny, teeny... I would say teeny, teeny. little teeny, teeny little um, turn lane. You know, works for a car. But, you know, for a truck I needed more. But he was so pissed off that I was, you know, taking up the the turning lane. And a bit of my lane. Because I didn't even button hook it all the way. I just took it about halfway, actually. And believe it or not, it was just right. Barely, barely, barely grazing the... uh, the sign and staying on the road it was it was it was perfect as i would say perfect if i would not have button hooked that the way i did i could have probably maybe put a little bit more room into it by taking all of that lane but this guy was just he was just laying on his air horn and then as i'm driving up on the on-ramp i can see him looking in the looking at his window just giving me the death look as he's driving by it's like hey man you have a cdl right you have a cdl to drive that dump truck don't you well, maybe they don't go. Maybe he doesn't. Never driven tractor or trailer and doesn't understand the concept of what I was doing there. Because any other, you know, there was any other truck that would have been behind me and knows how those turn how how to get on there would would understand what's going on there. You know, he would he, he understands the situation. As a matter of fact, you can look at the road. I kind of follow that actually the lines on the road where you can see where the tire marks are. Where you know you can see it in most areas where the general area where a trucks are turning. To, to make certain turns you can see the main path that they all kind of follow it's it's it's, it's kind of neat it helps you uh, get a good gauge of how to maneuver your truck it's something to look for and i was kind of following that and that's how i kind of knew that this was going to be a button up turn and yep i was right because it's the only way to clear it however this guy in the dump truck he's just laying on his air horn like i said he wanted to continue on he thought i was going to just go into that turning lane and stay there but no I kind of button hooked out and he got pissed off because he couldn't continue moving on you know he had to stop God forbid he had to stop you know and let me do my turn so he had to stop me you know sorry bud like I said if, if you know how to drive tractor and trailer you probably would have seen what I was doing and understand what I'm doing but you probably he probably is I don't know what kind of class maybe he's class B to drive dump truck I'm not sure and had no clue what was happening there because he was obviously clueless that he he thought he just had to get through there and thought that I was being the dumb one. Maybe I was. Maybe I should have just taken out the sign and just turned, you know, went into the turn lane fully and just took out that turn. Yeah. He'd probably still honk at me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Then uh, I drove up here to Appleton. I was supposed to pick up a relay here and also deliver it. 
up into what's this place called Musquet? Musquet. I've been I've been there before. It's Mono Men Menno Menomiti Menomiti. Oh, it's in Michigan actually. It's it's up you know northern Wisconsin. It's practically right on the border there, Upper Peninsula. It's a neat little spot. And that was where I would have finished out my day. However, to get there was going to be two hours of driving, and I had one hour and 30 minutes of drive time left on my clock. So enough time to, you know, drop my other trailer, get hooked to this one. So now that I'm driving in here, the Apple Terminal, it's it's Tuesday, yeah, so I'm not sure. The trainees aren't really out. I think they're out now, actually, because they're after the... They're starting to play around on the trucks now. But there's this one guy, as I was dropping my trailer, and I was taking my 30 there, because I needed more time to up my 30, you know, to get more time to drop and hook, because I was also waiting for a message from my fleet manager on what to do with this load, to see if I was dumping this load, you know, if it's going to somebody else, and to keep the, you know, the trailer I had, because I cleaned it out. And if I cleaned it out, I don't want to dismount it and I'd lose the chance of not having it if later on tonight they said, oh, no, 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 just go ahead and uh, take a load, you know, go pick up a load with that trailer. And maybe if I get lucky, I'll have this trailer that I got now. It's just full of trash, believe it or not. Heavy trash. 33.8 thousand pounds of it on the front steers anyways. Yeah, it's heavy. I got to weigh this one tomorrow before I get out of town. Tomorrow. Well, when I get up before I leave tonight. Well, it's getting confusing, but I like it. And weigh this sucker and see what I want to do with it. I'm taking scenic route or not. So as I'm waiting for this, this call, I'm looking at all these cones around here, and just a part of me wants me to just start jamming through and just running some cones over. Man, that would be fun. <laughs> but I'm sitting there, and I'm watching this guy do... He's just practicing 90s here. And his instructor was talking, doing something near the empties there. And he's just kind of doing it on his own over there. And I finally just kept blowing the air horn at him. <laughs> Every time he got close to a, a cone or was screwing it up, he kept looking at me like, what? <laughs> and then he pulls forward. He starts pulling forward for a pull it because he was going to hit the cones behind him. And I honk at him again. He looks at me like, why? I did point it out. He nailed the cone for the front wall that's supposed to be like the front of the line in front of you and he just flattened that cone right out <laughs> and I walked up to him and said hey that was my mother-in-law so I'll let that slide <laughs> he got a good laugh out of it it was fun gave me something to do while I was waiting for my answer back from my fleet manager finally got the message saying hey just go ahead take your tad go deliver it so I don't know why but I don't have a pre-plan yet for after that because this will only take me a few hours to complete it's a couple hour drive and it's a dropping hook and I'll pick it up and empty so I don't know I don't know yet what kind of I'd have to get another dropping hook yeah, I gotta figure out what my schedule is because she also sent out a message saying asking people if they wanted Monday off the holiday but I don't know what I'm trying to do my, my schedule because I gotta figure mine out because I gotta take off early next week I gotta be done by at least Friday morning next week. Friday morning. So that would be a day earlier than I normally am. Got to get that done. Now what did I... What are my last notes? It says not gonna. 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I mean. Not gonna. It was kind of neat because I ran into the people that I met during Orient, you know, while I was training here in Appleton, run into the two guys. I know one of the guys' names was Jeremy. I can't remember the other guy's name. We'll just call him Epic Beard Guy for now. And I'm, I'm sitting here. Oh, yeah. And I, tra- I mentioned when I was trying to find my trailer, it was, hi- I couldn't, I looked all the way around, couldn't find my trailer. It was hiding in maintenance. So even even if I did have the time, I would have ran out of time anyways by the time maintenance was done doing whatever the hell they were doing with the trailer. So I would have been stuck here anyways. And right now I'm just waiting for my laundry because I didn't do it this weekend because, you know, I don't want to do it on home time. Wait for my laundry to get done. As soon as my laundry gets done, I'm going to get some sleep here. The clock's down to seven hours left on my break here. I want to get some snoozed in. Some snoozed in? Yeah, some snoozed in. Yeah, cool. That was my event. Today was all about the two fucking bucks. <laughs> we'll check in you with you tomorrow. See how heavy this bad boy is. She feels heavy. Those tires look like they're ready to pop. I don't know how the hell he got it up here if it's illegal. He must have had fun bringing it here. Okay, it's time to wrap this up. I gotta go get my clothes, fold them up so I can go to sleep. And we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go dream about those two bucks and maybe join in them. Welcome to the update for May 22nd. 2019. I'll be riding dirty. I'll be riding dirty. Uh, I don't know the song. I, I know the song, but I don't know the actual lyrics, but I just remember that part. I'll be riding dirty. I'll be riding dirty. <laughs> well, let's just say my intuition on that load that I picked up yesterday in Appleton was 100% correct. <laughs> so... I ended up taking the scenic route this morning. Yay! <laughs> With authorization from uh, the night people. Which is kind of funny. And as again, I was turning a corner, and guess what I see? At least this time, it was a regular buck and a doe. And they were at least on the side of the road, as you know, as I was turning a corner. That's how you properly do it. It's getting to the point now, I'm starting to realize, I like the night driving on the old two-lane highways. Because there's nobody on them usually at night. Nobody. You might get the occasional car that gets stuck behind you, but usually by the time you get to the next town, they're usually gone, and you don't have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> However, uh, yeah, I, the only, only thing you got to be aware of is the deer. The deer are the are either like the, the traffic of the night. Traffic of the night. Yeah, I make a lot of sense, don't I, sometimes? Hmm. So, dodging bucks. And no, not the kind of bucks I want. No, I don't want to dodge bucks either. Those kind of bucks. I want to catch those bucks. As many bucks as I can. This is not not working. Not working. Uh, Another thing... 
I made me upset. Well, I made it to the shipper because of my scenic route. I was, you know, about, oh, I'd say about an hour and a half behind schedule. However, what was neat is I got to pick up my next load from the same place I was dropping at. So I had the drop and hook, and my appointment for getting my live load was at 1.30 in the morning. So I made it. So I guess all in all, late on the drop and hook, but early for the live load. How does that work? And as again, this was another one of those places where they make you wait in the room, uh, not sitting in your truck, while they load you. Good thing they were really, really quick, because I was hungry. Normally I like to sit there when they're loading. I can kind of pre-trip things, do some of my paperwork, and uh, get something to eat. But lately, it just seems like I'm hitting a lot of these now. Is this going like, to become like a normal thing? Being, you know, out of the truck while you're being live loaded or unloaded? It's kind of annoying. You know, because you like to have your own personal space. Like I said, I can get extra things done. Even take a nap if they're going to take really long. Or play on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah, whatever, huh? Whatever. So they're mean in Menomini, uh, Michigan. Got taken my load. This one's going all the way to someplace in Kentucky. Kentucky? I'm sorry. I've got keep... Har... Here we go with the names again. Har... Harrobs? Harrobs? Boo? Harbs Boo, Kentucky. Oh, I'm not. I'm going to keep slaughtering this. I'm, you know, someplace I've never heard of. Somewhere in Kentucky. Going to Kentucky again. So this was a good, nice, long load. How many miles total is this bad boy? Six hundred and forty-four miles. Man, I'm doing good this week. Started the week with a. Wow, that puts me over two thousand. It's Wednesday. That's cool. Good week, good week. I like this. Keeping me busy. But burning through my hours. Burning through my hours. The trip down here to Gary. It's about where I ran out of time was here in Gary. I wanted to get a little bit further than Gary, but good thing I ended up here because I needed some trip sheets. I needed to cut my hair. All that fun stuff. Because I did laundry yesterday in Appleton, so I didn't get to cut my hair. Which is something that's been on my do list for a while. The whole trip down here, well, not the whole trip. It was the beginning part until the sun rose about the time I hit uh, Milwaukee. It was just wind and horrible rain, you know, horrible hard rain and wind. Man, even though I was, I'm, I'm heavy on this load. Thir you know, I'm 33 and, and 33,000 on the, on the drives in the trailer. It was still trying to blow me off the road. Whew. Man. That's one type of weather I just can't stand is the wind. I can put up with the rain. Maybe not the ice either. I don't know. I haven't really had the experience of driving on the ice yet, so I'm not sure how that's going to work. you got to find out till winter comes. And hopefully by then, I'm down south, living somewhere down south, out of the north. And try to stay away from this, this as much as possible. Rain and wind. 
you can go 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 screw yourself wind 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 is wind is my enemy wind is my enemy and of course i hit chicago right about this time it was about 7:30ish things uh moved really really well until i hit the you know i90 just before the main downtown on 94 9094 they kind of join up with each other and I was and then something kind of freaky happened today yeah it was freaky lesson learned it's kind of pay attention a little bit more to I'm in a through I'm in three lanes and I'm trying to get on to interstate 80 I'm getting ready for that exit that's coming up and you know you can you got to be in the two left lanes I'm all the way in the right lane I have a clearing, perfect, legal, and safe to do so, as I say, to move into that middle lane. That would get me at least into the proper lane for the exit. I look, and everything's okay. Got my space. Everything's good to go. And as soon as I started to move into um, the lane, all of a sudden, the jackass over in the left lane decides to come into my lane almost hit me almost sideswipe me and then of course get in front of me to go off onto an exit <laughs> and he must have been doing at least like 92 he was flying and he had no signal of course no signal so even if i was looking and i could see his legal and safe i couldn't how you how do you anticipate something like that that's why i usually when i start my lane changes i do go slow so I wasn't at least I didn't like just jump into the lane. I slowly started moving over. Just about as my my tires started to go on the dotted lines, that's when he got really close to me. He just jumped over and right about where my door was. I'm looking at this guy. Like, ah, jeesh. And of course I moved back into my lane. And this let him go and get off of there and then finally moved got to move in there. But still, my goodness. Indecisive people, man. Chicago is probably the most scary. It's, it's where I have a lot of the, so far, really almost close calls, as you would call them, has been in Chicago. So it's, it's definitely an area where you really got to keep your sights on. They're like, the people act like them deer. That guy was a deer. <laughs> no signal. Obviously, well, maybe he wasn't even paying attention to me. He probably didn't know, you know, if he wasn't looking at me, to see, checking to see if I was signaling to come over there. He just jumped in there and got in there. He just did it. Little bastard. Little bastard. <laughs> but I safely made it here to the terminal. With about 45 minutes left on my clock. Not too bad. I mean, not enough to get further down the road to another rest area or anything. But I'm like, well, since I'm here, I've been wanting to cut my hair for like the last week. It's getting to that point. It was getting to that point where I have to comb it to make it look nice. And it gets itchy when I get, you know, I haven't washed it in about a day. And it's just a big pain in the butt. I don't like it. So I shaved it off today. Oh, and it feels so good. It's like a, a big weight off my head. There's Every time the wind blows on it, it feels so good. Even right now, I'm just sitting here with my hand, just feeling the, the peach fuzz. Well, yeah, I don't shave it all off. I take it down to fuzz. And oh, it feels so good. Mm, I love rubbing my head. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, not that kind of head, just my personal head. Never mind.
Never freaking mind, man. I'm going to keep screwing that up. I am just... No, I'm done. I'm done right there. <laughs> Cut it off. And it feels good. If I would have had time, I would have wanted still got to get to the new campground. I want to be able to sign my paperwork before I check into the place. That way I can kind of check, you know, it's all set up and I don't have to try to check in the day I move in there. And right now it hasn't gone that way. I wanted to do that today, but already uh, seven hours left on my 10, so I got to get some sleep because I cleaned up the truck inside, cleaned up the inside, got my paperwork scanned in and done. Of course, got something to eat, cut my hair, and by the time you know, you do all that, and it's like, holy cow, where'd those three hours go? Because I thought, oh, I could probably do all this in about an hour. That was my plan. Get all that done in an hour, and then jump over there and take care of that for an hour. Nope. Nope. Maybe next time. Now that I think I got all my chores, got my laundry done, the hair's done. We'll see how I get routed for my home time. I got to, I got to, I got to do something. Like probably tomorrow on a decision to let my fleet manager know to figure out if I'm going to stay here in Gary. I got to call my wife because if I can get a ride from my wife this weekend, I want to be rided here to Gary. Then when I get off here, then I can go over there and do the paperwork and then we can drive, uh, get my ride home. Then I can drive my, yeah, personal vehicle. I have to drive my personal vehicle back at the end of this weekend. However, that way next weekend on the move weekend, all I have to do is drive there. And I want to have everything ready just in case, you know, I'm a day late or, you know, I don't want to cause any problems. I just want to make it a smooth, easy move. Smooth, easy move. I'm just not looking forward because I got to um, pack up everything in the RV, get everything unhooked, hitch it up, drive the th about three and a half hours over here. And I got to do the same thing. I got to get it all set up. And my favorite part is spending the two to three hours sitting there with a leveler trying to make sure it's level. Yeah, I'm, I'm that crazy every time I set up the RV. And then I got to get a, still got to get a new sewage hose as well. I keep forgetting to do that. I meant to do that this weekend, but I didn't do it. Get sewage hose, man. Otherwise, when you get to the new place, it's not going to work because one of the place I'm at now, they modified my sewage hose. I bought a normal RV or sewage hose, but they modified it to f put it up with PVC pipe so it would be a little bit more permanent. And dang it, I forgot to put my phone on airplane mode again. <laughs> what am I going to learn? Oh, sorry about that. I know whenever when I listen to these back and that happens, it's just it's extremely loud. Extremely loud. Okay, I think I'm going to cut it off here. I think I got everything I need to say. Got to get out of here at about... 10 o'clock tonight and get this there by 6 in the morning. So we'll talk to you in Kentucky where the lot lizards live. Welcome to the update for May 23rd, 2019. And right now, I'm in the forest at the Marshfield Terminal. Yeah, there's a there's a forest here too, although a little bit less creepier. There's a big deer standing from what one somebody was telling me at the terminal. This is where he said where Rick Rail does some hunting. There's some trails back here.
So I'm exploring it. Definitely, a, uh, I guess just as wetland as uh, the Gary is right now because everything's flooded over there. Uh, the road's got a little laying in here with water. Can't really explore into the forest here because it's a little soaking wet in here. Of course, this place is called Marshfield and maybe this is the official marsh of the Marshfield. Okay. So I suppose uh, I should tell you what happened today. I guess sometimes it's been a while since I've had something really new and interesting happen. On both ends, when I woke up this morning, I woke up to my Kentucky trip. Yeah, you probably, yeah, I was talking about Kentucky and here I'm talking about Marshall. Wow, well, that happened, right? <laughs> um, I woke up to get ready to start my day and they want me to take the load that I was on, just go ahead and relay it there in Gary. And then pick up another load coming up here to Wisconsin. Just uh, here to uh, the Marshfield area. Get out of town. Thought, oh yeah, Chicago traffic will be easy, you know, it's midnight. I'll fly right through this. Nope. Nope, they were doing construction on 294. In about three different spots where it went down to one lane, so. Waste about an hour and a half in Chicago. Didn't think I was going to make it. Didn't think I was going to make it. Sorry, distracted by the woods here. A lot of rotten wood laying here on the ground. Some water, some leaves. It's kind of funny. Here in Wisconsin, the trees aren't like full on, but they're like early on. It's kind of funny. It's like going from north to south, it changes season on you. Yeah. Uh, so, trip up here after finally get out of... I, I've never gone through, what do you call, Milwaukee? Milwaukee? Without having to deal with a ton of traffic. Man, it was dead. It was creepy. But it was beautiful. Just smooth drive through Milwaukee. Easiest I've had in a long time. Had the old GPS yelling at me that I was breaking the speed limit. Smooth sailing through Milwaukee. All the way up here to Marshfield. I had a quick little fuel stop here. Took my 30. And on my 30 I decided to grab a little power nap. With all that, got to the customer with about 30 minutes to spare. I even I even noticed they only had one dock and the guy who was there says, yep, that's the dock where you deliver. Oh man, it was a tricky backing, but I got it in there. Got it all to that door. I get inside. The guy says, go ahead, open the doors. Back her on in there. And just as I'm doing that, the guy who's going to unload me comes out and says, we got our order yesterday. Um, I can't get anymore. I don't even have room for anymore. I'm thinking, oh, no, 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 no. He says, well, let me go check with the... Uh, guy who does the purchasing here so after about waiting 20 minutes he comes out with the paperwork 
and rejects the load. Says, yeah, we've already gotten this order. Uh, we don't need it. Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> so go ahead, send a message to my fleet manager. Let them know what's going on. Hey, um, they don't want it. <laughs> They've already gotten their order yesterday. But somehow I show up today with another one of the same order. Something got screwed up somewhere on someone's end, that's for sure. It'll be the ordering department there of this. It was kind of like a manufactured home deal. Man, that wind is just ruthless today, aren't you? It's like vlogging. You want to do it outside. You know, I want to do this outside, but it's just like vlogging. As soon as the uh, camera or something records, here comes the wind. Ooh, getting windier. These trees are leaning. I'm really scared, guys. Are they a little less froggier here than Gary? <laughs> a little less froggier. That's that's a term, right? So I sat around the customer waiting for dispatch to figure out what they were going to do with this load. Like, am I going to take it all the way back to where it came from in Gary, or or take it to Marshfield? Well, after some deciding, that's what happened. They took it and relayed it here to Marshfield. So here, here it sits in Marshfield. So I wasn't able to make my next load, which the next load is kind of an interesting one. It's a multi-stop load. Like three stops around the Chicago area. But I was unable to go get my live load, which the appointment was at noon, which didn't make sense because my clock was up by... 10:30. Yeah, cause it's yeah, it's it's 12:21 right now. Wow, look at these pretty flowers. Sorry, nature's just so distracting, and I love exploring it. And nice little purple purple flowers. I didn't even know this was back here, but every time I've been here to Marshfield, I've always had to just you know relay a load get in and out real quick last time i was here getting the truck maintenance but that was in the middle of the night i kind of noticed this on google maps and i'm like oh they have a forest at this terminal too let's go check it out go for a walk instead of sitting in the truck it gives me an opportunity to oh, mosquito just flew in my eye oh yeah here they come the little insects little bastards oh this one's kind of neat. This one actually has trails in the woods. And they're, and they're mowed. Okay, that leads back to the terminal. Okay, so it's double back now. Trying to figure out where all these trails go. It's kind of like, kind of fun to explore. Something new. Oops, there goes my water. Oops, dropped my water. So yeah, my first uh, rejected and canceled load. No delivery, man. You're not delivering that here. Get your truck and get the fuck off my property. Well, they didn't actually say that, but that's how it felt, you know? After I did all that work and traveled and put up the rain this morning. Yeah, it rained again. Put the rain, the wind. At least I didn't have to put up and some construction. You better be taking my damn load. Otherwise, I'll be taking a load in your mouth. Okay. 
I just had to stop to let the wind do its thing for a minute. Walking towards a really tall deer stand and it looks like a bridge crossing a little bit of a creek that's back here. At least uh, I'm not expecting any dead bodies back here like at the Gary one. I see a farm off in the distance. It must be coming out of the thicket. Uh, the deer stand looks interesting, but I don't know if that's safe. It looks like it's been there a very, very long time. High voltage is written all over it. Keep off. The propane tank sitting at the bottom of it, so I'm guessing it's got heat. Oh, it's funny, this deer stand is built out of old power poles. Or maybe that's what it was at one time. Yeah, because it even still has the identification numbers, but there's no actual power lines on it. Still has the, uh, whatchamacallit, ground wire on it. It's just that they're cut off at the top and there's no power lines on it. But it was turned into a deer stand, although. Uh, I wouldn't trust that. I don't think that'd be a very wise decision to go up there. Even though the explorer in me is like, yeah, go on up there. Get on up there. Check it out. So here I am, yep. Uh, the pre-plan that, pre that had the three stops so far has been canceled. And now I'm waiting on a load. So I figured why at the moment I called the, the new campground I'm going to be moving to or trailer park in Portage. Made sure to conclude thing. I called them and confirmed everything because they had the wrong phone number. They had my last name spelled wrong. So I was trying to see if there's any way possible that I can get everything done beforehand. And pretty much they just basically told me, says, now when you get here, that's when the guard will assign you a lot number and we give you the welcome packet with the paperwork and you pay then. And if, we're, if you come here after hours, yeah, they gave me a phone number. <sighs> so I was kind of bummed out about that. I just wanted to make sure it's on lockdown because I'm not entirely sure if I'm going to be there on the first or second. So I kind of let my fleet manager know my plan that I wanted to, for, for my home time, be there on Friday. I already told her from now on, send me to Gary. And I'm trying to see if she can hook me up with a ride maybe this, this weekend here for this home time. I go ahead, go to Gary, and then I'll ride with another driver going east on US 30 get dropped off at home and then drive my personal vehicle back to the Gary terminal so that way when it comes to move weekend next weekend I just have to drive back uh, hitch up the trailer and get moved the next couple of weekends might be kind of busy it might not have much barbecuing and some beer time but that's that's all good with me get some stuff done because I gotta I guess this weekend since gotta pick up the vehicle and also make sure everything's ready for the move kind of kind of excited it's time for something new even the wife she's getting excited she's ready for something new she's just like being tortured with her job right now it's like only a week left she her last day's Wednesday next week well, how far does this trail go? Definitely a lot bigger than the Gary Woods. This keeps going, although very, 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 very marshy. I guess uh, that's how Marshfield got its name. 
as the town's called that too. And that's probably why there's not much, they haven't expanded the terminal in this area. From what I understand, wetlands are protected federally, so you can't build on them. Although they did put a road back here, a trail. So there's that. All right, we're coming up to a little intersection in here. One leads to literally a field and another bridge going across. Oh, there's actually a creek back here. Wow. I don't know if there's any fish in it. What if you get away with camping here? See, that's what I'm thinking. These turtles. The weather's not too nice today. It's in the 50s. I'm back in my sweatshirt after sweating my butt off last night trying to sleep in Gary because it was so damn hot. Like, holy cow, go from one region to the next since this extreme in temperature. It's just like, can we just have one or the other? I'm ready just to have summer all around the board now. I'd be like sneaking back here, camping back here. There's deer stands everywhere, and there's bridges everywhere. Ooh, what the hell was that? I heard something, guys. So I'm hoping now that my fleet manager knows what my plan is. Hoping my next load might be the one to Gary or another load because I still have like a day and about a half-ish on my 70 to use up. Sorry about the wind, guys, but it just can't be helped. If I'm going to be able to walk around and do this, there's going to be wind. Just like with the vlogging. It's just one of those inevitable things you got to deal with. Unless they make a dead, put a dead cat on my phone. Okay, it's going too far. And if some of you don't know what a dead cat is, supposed to help with the wind noise. Help. Oh, there's frogs here. I can hear them out there in the distance. Holy fuck, I see a deer and he's running for me. It's, it's, it's a white-tailed one, too. I see why these hunting stands are here. Oh, yeah. Oh, I found me the river. Or the creek. And it looks like a four-wheeler trail. Just ran into two. Oh, that's cute. That is cute. The bridge here going across the, the creek. It's a flatbed trailer. <laughs> I'll, I'm, I'll try to hold the jokes. But I, I can already just hear the jokes. <laughs> How clean is the water here in Wisconsin? Pretty clean. If there's any gold in that creek. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go up to the flatbed trailer here. And then the railings for this trailer flatbed bridge is cattle gates. Hey, that's creative and it works. I like this idea. I might have to steal it if I ever need to. Is there a cabin back here? Or is the property going to hit an end? I mean, this is huge. And I'm on the other side of the creek and... Well, another trail. Let's explore it. Just can't explore too long because I'm starting to get hungry. And I want to get some sleep because I don't know what I'm getting for a load tomorrow. Yet. And I'll probably get it while I'm sleeping. So I want to wake up an hour early so I can kind of pre-trip it. Hey, the sun's coming out. 
man, in this spot here that I'm at hitting, I'm seeing a lot of camping potential here. Keep saying that. I'm gonna put my tent into the into the truck because I could actually camp out tonight or today. Yeah, it'd be during the day. This will definitely have to be like a 34 camping session here because this is so nice. Man, better be careful. I'm getting hungry. Really hungry. Probably make me some sandwiches tonight. Now the sun is shining on me. Feels so good. Ah. Uh, I want to continue to explore a little bit, but I'm like I said, I'm hungry. I'm ready to head back. I can always explore another day, not explore it all at once, you know how they say. Save some for later. But I should wrap this up. It's gone in for 17 minutes, 30 seconds. Give an update tomorrow on what I get for a load and how getting home and getting my vehicle to Gary is going to work. Since next week pretty much starts the, the moving process. Yeah, I don't know if I want to wander in here anymore. I want to go back. So I'm going to wrap this up here. Across that flatbed that's over the river. I wonder if it was a real flatbed. Okay, I'm done with the jokes, guys. I'm done with the jokes. But from here, we'll see you tomorrow. Hopefully I make it back. Kind of creepy with all these deer stands around. At least I'm wearing red. I'm wearing my Linux Action Shirt uh, hoodie. And we'll catch you tomorrow. You all, you all have a good night. I'm going to enjoy the rest of my nature walk. Good night. Welcome to the update for May 24th, 2019. Ah, what a what an interesting day. Main purpose is I just drove down and we went to East Chicago for this delivery. A delivery of some beautiful, well-used old ugly pallets. Uh, it's kind of funny because it, it was taken to three different locations in the area and every one of them maybe it's a Chicago thing were the kind where you back up to the dock that's inside of a building now I'm usually not a fan of these type of backings because the way sometimes it depends on how the angle of the sunlight is if the sunlight's at a bad angle you cannot see inside there you're trying to back it in there to, um, and it's like, a, you know, until you get into the shadow, then you can see. This one, I think it was the one, yeah, it was the second one I did. This one was really tight. It had a lot of cars in the way just to get, it's one of those ones I had to make sure those tandems were all the way forward to get it in there. And pop her in the hole. And then the, the, was the third one? 
yeah, it was the third one where the guy was like, he was joking around. I was like, how would you know what's in your trailer? What if somebody put some cocaine in there? And he was Mexican. I don't know what it is with the Mexicans. They love their cocaine. But I just thought it was kind of funny. I was like, yeah, well, sometimes we don't even know what's in them. You know? They're just numbers on the, you know, you get some of these loads. And this is like letters and numbers on the, the BOL. You have no clue what's in there. And then it's sealed on top of it. How do you know what's really in there? You know? How do you? They may say it just might be pallets, but what if they're not really pallets? I always think that's kind of funny when you're shipping pallets. That's that's, that's an interesting one. Because normally the, your, the stuff goes on the pallets, but they ship the pallets. I guess you got to get the pallets somehow. But you'd think if, if you're running a warehouse, you know, you'd have plenty of pallets because the stuff coming in, you just keep the pallets for the stuff that's going out. Unless most of them, some of them, they get rid of the pallets. Because these pallets, they, they were definitely used. They looked a little old. Some of them were actually kind of falling apart. So somebody would have to fix them. But at least they're recycling them instead of building new ones. I gotta love these, uh, these pallets. Ah. A&W root beer. So good. Then they sent me back to the terminal. I said, go ahead, go, go, go to the terminal for your home time. I said, oh, okay. So left while I was in East Chicago trying to get out of there, I noticed this guy who's driving ahead of me, and his door is just flapping around. It's it, he, he didn't shut it. This thing was closed, and lucky he didn't hit the hit the thing off a power pole or or hit somebody or vehicle next. Well, it was it was on the passenger side, but you know if he was in the other lane, he could have you know hit another vehicle. Luckily, though, I was able to stop right next to him at a light, and I'm screaming at him through my window. He, it, after the second time, he finally got him. Like, dude, your door is open on your trailer. And then finally, he he uh, hits the brakes and jumps out of there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, poor guy. That could have been a bad situation for him. Make sure you have to check to make sure your door is closed uh, before you leave your area. Got to got to Gary. Got the truck cleaned up inside, got all my paperwork done, and rented a truck to go drive back to, well, it wasn't a truck, I, I, I tried to, trying to find a, a rental vehicle on Friday of the weekend of a holiday that I didn't, I almost thought I wasn't going to be able to get one. I decided to do that because it was, you know, I, I probably should have taken the option though of riding with somebody. Because I thought this thing was going to be about $53, right? However, after I got everything signed up, got my reservation, took them an hour and a half to pick me up. This is Enterprise. I'm not a very big fan of Enterprise. I normally go with Avis, but Avis was sold out. Because at least Avis doesn't play this game that they pulled on me. So after they picked me up, they said, oh, all of our compact cars are gone. Well, I said I reserved as a compact car. All we got is this this pickup truck. Okay, well, I guess I'm here. I'm already there. I'm like, how much does it cost? She's like, I was only going to be $10 extra. However, when I got the paperwork, after being done with it and getting ready to go, $219. They charged me 
course, all the fees, the insurance that they want you to put on the vehicle. Because they said, you know, if you have proof of insurance, which I proof of my insurance is in the other vehicle. So I didn't, didn't have that on me. But they charged me a $100, I think they called it a, a drop fee because I was not returning it to the same rental location as before. I was like, holy crap, did I just get screwed? I get screwed out of that deal. I was like, oh, well, it's too late now. I'm already here at the rental place. It was over in Hammond. I'm here. I want to get home. Too late. Can't, you know, no turning back now. Probably could have gotten an Uber for less. I wonder if, wonder if, wonder if you can get an Uber for that that kind of a distance. <laughs> $130 Uber ride. I heard, heard of people doing it, but... I'm not sure. What if it was like a hundred bucks? Don't know. So we get home. I pick up the wife from work, and we went to go see Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Possible accidental spoiler alerts if you haven't seen the movie, but if you've seen the original, there's not much to spoil there, really. I kind of went into the movie expecting it to suck, but I wanted to see it because it's Aladdin. It's one of my favorite, I don't know, let's say one of my favorite Disney movies. I would say Lion King is my ultimate favorite, favorite Disney animated cartoon of all time. I was actually very, I enjoyed myself. That was, that was pretty good. The... Will Smith as the genie wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. The songs were... I mean, they, they did hit, throw a little hip-hop, you know, lines in there. But it was pretty much the songs followed the original songs. It's just kind of different. Not Robin Williams, but Will Smith singing them. But he, he did a pretty decent job. I'm going to say he did a pretty decent job. Of course, they added a few things like the genie love interest. Uh, that, that was tossed in there as something new. Then they added a... A new song, a Princess Jasmine song. A very, that's a good, you know, there's a lot of people I've heard from Reeves, they didn't like it. They said it was too much empowerment for women and they, they got to push that agenda, but I don't see, you know, come on. Yeah, I don't, I didn't feel like it was pushing an agenda. It was kind of, kind of cool to have, you know, they added a song in there and I really enjoyed the song. I don't get why people get upset because, oh, a woman singing about being, you know, being strong and doesn't want to be pushed around anymore. You know, it's whatever. You know, grow up, people. Grow up. And I was, I think that review I watched was by Angry Joe on YouTube, is one I ran into. But uh, I just didn't agree with how they reviewed that song. I, I enjoyed the song. Now, the, the only thing, the movie did follow everything, you know, from the original animated cartoon until the ending the the final battle scene which really wasn't a final battle if you remember from the original he you know turned into that big old snake and had the, the big old snake battle they changed it to Iago turning into a big bird and chasing him around uh, Agrabah that, it, like I said, it really wasn't a fight. There was no final battle. 
It just more like a chase scene, kind of an action chase scene kind of a thing. And then, of course, the ending still ended the same. He tricked Jafar into becoming a genie. Um, all the actors are pretty good, except for... I, I didn't really care too much for Jafar. It just didn't seem like Jafar. Just, yeah. And the same thing kind of with the Sultan. The Sultan was a little bit more... I don't know, you'd say normal and not, you know, in the original he was acted like a little kid and he was kind of dumb. Uh, however, in this one, it, it, he was more of a leader, felt like a, a king, you know, a, a sultan, I guess you'd say, a sultan. <laughs> but yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie, like I said, except for the, the changes at the end there, for the most part. I would definitely I would go see it again. I would definitely go see it again. I saw the 3D, we saw the 3D version. The 3D wasn't very spectacular. Uh, you could probably do this one in 2D because in 3D you're there's really there, it was not anything super spectacular there. It was actually kind of a weak 3D like it they just threw some 3D stuff in there, but for the most part, yeah. Nothing special there. Seems like a lot of 3D movies are starting to do that now. Where the 3D is just not super 3D. They throw on a few things or they throw things at the screen, but other than that, it's nothing, nothing, nothing spectacular. I know when they first started the 3D kick, a lot of them they did a lot of uh, stuff coming at the screen and you know making it look you know a lot of 3D effect in there. But for the most part, eh. save your money, go. The 2D version is going to be just as good. I might have, I might want to catch it in, in the 2D version just, just to watch it again. I, I want to see it again. <sighs> so next one is Lion King, huh? That comes out next month. And then there's going to be a Toy Story 4. I don't know how they're going to go with that. It's like, okay, how much of the Toy Story can you drag out? They really already kind of ended Toy Story. I don't see why they need a fourth one, but eh, got to milk that franchise. Of course, it seems like that's what Disney's doing right now, milking, milking the franchises with the remakes and sequels. Uh, um, we'll see how they do with the Lion King. If they change everything, well, they better not change the final battle on that one. That, that's, yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't really a super um, battle. You just kind of threw them off Pride Rock into the, was it fire? Yeah, go see Aladdin. It's worth it. Uh, if you were like me and saw that thing a hundred times as a kid, that and Lion King over and over and over, and drove your parents nuts. It's kind of fun. It was it was nice because I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid. You know, Aladdin played it a lot. Kind of amazing how much you remember the movie. It's like I wonder how much of the lines that they're gonna keep. They yeah, they followed it really well. Like I said. Uh, changing the final battle scene, maybe that maybe that's what it is. They changed it because you know you're you're already expecting what's going to happen, so they threw in a different different twist. And like I said, a love interest for Genie, yeah. And instead of you know, spoiler alert, it still sets him free at the end. However, when Genie becomes free, he turned back into it. He he became human. And if you remember in the original, he still he still remained genie, but he was free and didn't wasn't didn't have to go back to the lamp. 
yeah so there's that there is that and then on Saturday what did we do on and then on Saturday um, the 25th we went to the store I'm trying to think if there was anything else I did no nothing special I would just barbecued and that was my 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 drink at night had some beers chilled outside enjoyed the nice weather the weather was really nice this weekend yeah it was really really nice so that's all i did and then we watched some tv i caught up on some youtube videos and now today is what is today i gotta think 26 26 i am now back at the truck grabbed my van drove it over here so now i got the van here because next weekend's the the moving one i'm looking forward to it but i'm not looking forward to it if, if you know what i mean still got to make sure i get get back here to gary on friday to get this done and over with like I said, I'm looking forward to it, but not looking forward to it. And tomorrow, I'm going to take a, a reefer load. And they told me to grab a... This is the only thing they really get me. I'm going taking a reefer down to Indianapolis and then coming back up here to Gary. So that'll be interesting. I hope I remember how to run the reefer. I'm sure I'll figure it out. Just buttons on there, right? Just need to set the temperature. Just make sure I got fuel in it before I leave here at Gary. I'll probably get up about 3.30 in the morning. Get that ready because I don't have to be uh, the appointment's at 9 there to pick it up. Because I like to start early. It's going to be interesting because it's going to mess change how my week's going to flow now. Starting at about 3.00. Yeah, if I start at 3.30 it's going to make my day end around yeah, I prefer to start at 2 because that starts to put me in the weird evening, you know, possible fighting for parking time but it is what it is I'm trying to think if there's any other notes I have here let me check my notes here and that's all I put on there so yeah we covered it all do I hear gunshots out there or is that fireworks don't know man don't know it's scary Gary yeah, it's got to be. That's yeah, fireworks. Oh, yeah. I think it's time to wrap up this episode. For another Arabian night, another Arabian day. Oh, man. It was so hard not to sing along in the theater and, you know, be annoying, but eh. Okay. Time to wrap this episode up. I don't have any voicemails to play, so if you'd like to send me a voicemail on Anchor, I'll go ahead and play it on the show. Or I think you can do regular text messages for our feedback. And this was episode 10. The Big 10. So we'll have to see what special... Um, we're going to do it for 25 or 50 for the, the Lot Lizard a lot lizard episode okay 
yeah, this has been Anthony. And from this time and every time on, folks, keep on clicking. That's right. This is Anthony from Anthwell. Signing off.